This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis once again riding out on old Dan, blazing the path. Somebody wrote me and told me, said, you don't need to be blazing that path. Christ blazed the path. Well, I know that. But the, the modern world, the modern uh, easy-believing preachers and Satan's emissaries have clogged up the path and cluttered up the path with bushes and briars and kudzu and all of those things. So we're blazing the path. We're opening up a trail that you might get to Christ. Do you, do you know that the Bible says by the foolishness of preaching that men are saved? Not foolish preaching as we have on the scene today. No, we don't. The Bible doesn't say these high intellectuals and all these things. No, sir, it says by the foolishness of preaching. So we bring you these studies now on uh, faith healing, divine healing, true and false. In our last study, we were looking there that the gospel can be stated in these few words. Here's a poor old depraved, guilty, hell-deserving sinner, and here's Christ dying on the cross for such a sinner. Rising from the dead as his living receipt, the Holy Spirit makes Christ's atonement effective in that heart of such a sinner, which leaves a new creature in Christ. Go there and read 2 Corinthians 5.17 when the broadcast goes off. Then go there in Romans 4.25. He was delivered for our offenses. Did you know? The sinner comes into this world with offenses. That's right. That's all he does is offend. Offend what? Offend the Lord. He was raised again for our justification. Did you know you have to be justified? Are you justified? Have you been justified in Christ, my friend? It doesn't read he was delivered for our offenses and our sicknesses. No. He doesn't say that. And raised again for our justification and our bodily healing. He doesn't say that. If the Lord wanted that to be there, he'd have put it there. He could have had it, had it written there just as well as he did. Listen, listen. So you see, divine healing is not a gospel, not a part of the gospel. When once you add something to the gospel, that which you add is the thing you put emphasis on. Those who add baptism to the gospel teach that you have to be baptized to be saved. If you'll listen to them teach and preach, you'll notice that they put the emphasis on baptism and not on blood redemption. They'll get mad with you or me because we don't believe their false doctrine. Those who add church membership to the gospel say you have to belong to my church or this church to be saved. They put emphasis on church membership and not on blood redemption. Also, you'll find that those who teach that divine healing is the gospel or a part of the gospel, every one of them who teach such false doctrines, they put the emphasis on divine healing and not on blood redemption, my friend. I know from whence I'm coming from, my friend, I know. I've been involved, I've been uh, aware of those things all my life. That's right. I mentioned to you several times my mother attended a Pentecostal church back when I was a child, and uh, I didn't go. We didn't go. My family didn't go, but she went. Once in a while, I would go with her, and I'd see, the, see those things, and I know what took what went on. I do. I know what went on, and then I know that I saw those people that were there, so-called uh, speaking in tongues, so-called had the Holy Ghost, so-called were faith healed and all those things. And then I saw them out on the street and the highways and the hedges and on the farm later, and I saw their lives. I saw what, what happened. My friend, the Bible said, any man be in Christ, any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. It's not the same old thing. I, I, I told you this the other day. Uh, Someone called me because a statement I made that the old yellow dog in the backyard will uh, will know when you get saved. That's right. And I had a prisoner wrote me last week. We have a prison ministry. We give Bibles and 
tracks and booklets of prisoners. And this prisoner wrote me, and he said, Oh, Trailblazer, I've been listening to you. And he said, I want to tell you, since I've been in this jail, I deserve to be here, and I've learned a lot, and the Lord has stopped me from going, doing those things. The Lord saved me and gave me a new, new heart and a new spirit. And he said, when I get out of here, my old dog's going to know I'm a new creature. I tell you, I thought that was so funny. It's right. But the old yellow dog and the old yellow tomcat, they'll know whether you're a new creature. You might not recognize it, but they'll recognize it. Your neighbors might not recognize it, but the old yellow dog, that's right. You old dog laying on the back steps and you come out and you know hurry and give him a kick in the tail. No, not anymore. You won't. No, sir. But listen, listen, my friend, those folks are getting mad with you. If you tell them that you if they tell you you got to belong to this church and you tell them, no, that's not true. This is this is according uh, also true according to those who teach that you have to believe their doctrine or you can't be saved. They put the emphasis on their doctrine or not on blood redemption. When you add anything to the gospel, you therefore render it powerless to save because you put the emphasis on that thing, thereby drawing the attention to the secondary issue and confirm poor blinded sinners in their unbelief. Now, my friend, I know. I know what it is because I've heard. I've been involved, and I know, uh, folks, that, oh, you, you, you this and you that, but you must speak in tongues. Well, no. I don't have to speak in tongues. I speak with a different tongue now than I used to. That's right. That's right. Old poor sinner had a terrible tongue, but now got a new tongue. But listen, listen. You make them two, four more the children of hell than they were before. And listen, you now hold that. Listen, everyone who believes that divine healing is a part of the gospel, always in his testimony, thanks the Lord for healing and never for blood redemption in Jesus Christ. Now, I've been in those prayer meetings and those testimony meetings back when I was growing up. I've been there, and I can even remember them now, 40, 50 years later. And the first thing they would stand up and say, uh, I thank the Lord for healing me. Thank the Lord for healing my shoulder. Thank the Lord for healing my hip. Thank the Lord for this. And then I told you this uh, several times, maybe. This one lady lived in our community, and when the healing revival came through, she'd always attend, and she had had a problem with her eyes we call it cross-eyed back then i don't know what they call it now but her eyes were were crossed she couldn't look at you straight in the face and she'd go there and she said she got healed and next week after they're gone i'd see her she'd be back like she always was oh but my friend i'm telling you i'm so i feel sorry for them i do no i'm not i'm not making fun of those people no sir because they are actually blinded blinded by the god of this world listen and um I've heard hundreds and hundreds and hundreds give their testimony who believe that baptism is essential to salvation, and they're always thanking the Lord for baptism, not for blood redemption, not for blood. You know what I have to thank? I have so many things to thank the Lord for, but you know what the basic thing is? Salvation in Christ, in Christ's redemption, in his redemptive work, in his substitutionary death on the cross. He paid my sin debt. He took my place. Oh, listen, this so-called gospel of divine healing will not keep a soul out of hell. The Bible teaches the gifts of healing, the gift of healing. Surely it does, G-I-F-T-S, but not a gospel of healing. Nowhere can you find it. Now, as I said, we're not opposing any one of these individuals. We're preaching against false doctrine. I'm fighting for the souls of men. The basic 
the, the basis of my whole ministry here at the old trailblazer here at the radio mission it listen it's it's the souls of men we're seeking the souls of men my friend not many will be saved i i tell you what i don't see many wanting to be saved do you i see the masses taken up with with divine healing and all of those things and speaking in tongues and oh, i see many doing that my friend i feel sorry for them i listen listen and then i get letters day by day uh, folks email me and say, Pastor, thank you for being true to my soul. Thank you for being true to my children's soul. Thank you that we have somebody, somebody, a lone voice out there on the radio, over the Internet. Oh, my friend, they thank me for being there. And I want to mention that. If you want to hear these messages uh, there on the Internet, go there to our website, radiomission.org. You can hear the old trailblazer. And write me. I'll give you a schedule of all the broadcasts. You can send it to your friends all across the country. But listen, I'm battling for your soul, my friend, or for your family's soul. And I tell you, if you're putting the emphasis on anything other than blood redemption for your salvation, you're not saved. If you're relying on anything, baptism, speaking in tongues, divine healing, or anything, if you're relying on that, as a basis for your salvation, you're not saved. No. Listen, let's notice another fact. Healing is never mentioned in connection with the gospel. Now, you get that. Healing, divine healing, is never mentioned. In Mark 1.15, it says, and here we have what we call Christ's first text. He says, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Repent ye and believe the gospel. What's missing in the present day preaching, my friend? Repentance. Repentance is a missing note along with the reality of Christ. Is Christ real to your heart, my friend? I'm not talking about in a vision or a dream or a light over in the corner of the room at night and you floating on air. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you lay down at night. Can you look up and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for dying this, for this old sinner. I don't know much, Lord, but I just know that Christ died to save sinners, and I'm a sinner, and I believe he died for me. Can you say that, my friend? Are you ashamed to say, thank you, Lord, for dying for me? Listen, listen now what the text says. Time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye, and believe the gospel. Believe the gospel. Let's notice Matthew 4.23. We see there that Christ never connected healing as a part of the gospel. Now, let's, let me ask you this. The Lord left the Bible here, the scriptures for us, ordained that those men of God would write the Bible and the Holy Spirit would dictate it to them. Don't you believe, don't you believe that if the Lord wanted the gospel to include healing, he would have put it there? That some preacher that we know, you know, I know, has to, has to, has to twist the scriptures? No, no. Healing, healing was a distinct and was very distinct and separate from the gospel. Listen. Now listen in uh, listen to God's word. And Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And there's a comma there. There's a comma. Look at that comma. And healing all manner of sickness and manner of disease among people. Notice the gospel of the kingdom and the healing all manner of sicknesses are distinctly separate. And healing is not a part of the gospel. 
Now, we're going to pick that up in our next study right there and bring it on to you. And I hope you'll listen. Call your folks across the fence and tell them what time the old trailblazer comes on. And uh, would you do that? And then I asked you, pray for the old trailblazer. I'm, I'm not I'm not very smart. I'm not an intellect by no stretch of the imagination. I'm just a poor old sinner. I, I tell folks I'm so green the geese follow me around on the farm back there when we was kids. Farmers just out there in the old dirt farm raising strawberries and beans and potatoes and cucumbers and squash and eggplants and all those things to make a living on the farm. We was. I was born almost the first day of the Depression. And people were jumping out the windows in New York. But no, the old Lord took care of the old, little old knobby-headed boy down here in South Louisiana. Lord looked down and said, there's old Pendarvis, one of mine elect. And he took care of us. My dad was a hard-working man, worked out on the farm. But we'll get back to that in our next study. This is the old trailblazer. Remember, my mailing address is uh, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana. And my website, go there to my website, Radio Missions dot org and look us up there you can go there and see what we most surely believe you can look up sermon audio you can look up our mission statement there and a radio broadcast schedule for all of our station and then picture the old trailblazer there and uh, you put it out there in your pea patch if you'd like to or a peanut patch and scare the crows away but this is the old trailblazer i love to come into your homes there i appreciate you letting me do it maybe i'm in your old 18 wheeler there turn pull over there on the side and stop at a wayside park and and write me in one of those little picture postcard old trucker and let me know that you're listening i wish you'd do that my mailing address post office box 1810 walker louisiana 70785 goodbye and god bless you